there. Welcome to Shoot the Flick. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we are a married couple who like to shoot the shit about movies. That we do. That we do. And this week we are back on Disney. Oh, what a time to be alive. Yes, the sky is falling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we're going to talk uh, about a particularly not so great Disney movie today. But uh, we needed some help. So I asked a new friend that I've made through the podcasting world uh, to come help us out. Allow me to proudly and happily introduce our new friend, Wyatt, from the podcast Disney Real to Real. Hello, everyone. As you can tell, he's thrilled to be here. (laughs) I'm ecstatic. We're talking about uh, Chicken Little, released in 2005. Why the hell did you guys do this to me? (laughs) Before we get into the nitty and the gritty of everything, I want to give you a chance, Wyatt, to plug the hell out of your show because it's really entertaining. And because we've done so many Disney movies this season, uh, I've been opened up to a whole new world in the podcasting game of, of Disney podcasts. And yours is definitely my fave. So please tell the people where we can find you and what you do. Oh, thank you. Well, I run a podcast, as Frankie described, called Disney Real So Real. It's uh, about me and my cousin, Rayleigh. We're going through... We, we try to stay focused on the Disney animated films, but we are kind of like going off in random directions, and it's kind of fun. Uh, y'all can find us at Disreal to Real Podcast on Instagram. You can also reach out to us at DisneyRealToReal at gmail.com. We also have a Tumblr that Rayleigh handles. And basically, if I had to describe it succinctly, it's like those two weird outcasts that you knew in high school. Like, they were probably into, like, emo, punk rock, uh, but they were also theater kids. What if you What if you wanted to learn about Disney films through their perspective? Um, so, yeah, we just have a grand old time. And I'm happy to be here to represent us. I don't know how happy you're going to be. <laughs> throughout this whole process but i appreciate it i'm just happy to be here cool yeah i've been on your show now a a couple times uh i don't know what's going to be out by the time this comes out but i know we we talked about the high school musical concert film scott we Mm -hmm. aren't you aren't you glad that you weren't a part of that (laughs) would you rather watch chicken little again or would you rather watch the high school musical concert film um, <laughs> is there a run and hide option? No. That's exactly what I thought he was going to say. No, there's... A- oh, God. So, before we get into the nitty gritty, allow me to hit you with some background preliminary fun facts. Uh, this film is the second fully CG theatrical Disney film uh, behind Dinosaur, which is a great sign. <laughs> Remember Dinosaur? <laughs> no? There's a reason for that. I think it has t- partly to do with all those lemurs that were fucking up in the tree. Remember that one scene? Yeah, I was going to say, I just remember Dinosaur that was scary and Zaboomafoo. Zaboomafoo. <laughs> oh, God. So Chicken Little, while being better than Dinosaur, is it definitely doesn't look like a typical Disney film. No, you could have told me this was a DreamWorks picture, and right. I would have been like, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Let's just say that in 2008, 
The American Film Institute made a list of the top 10 best American animated films, uh, most of which were Disney. But I think one little movie uh, that made the, the cut was the DreamWorks film Shrek. And if you all recall, that was a really massive jab at Disney from a guy named Jeffrey Katzenberg. And I still think it's leagues above this damn movie. But, but Chicken Little did make that list, right? Chicken oh, no, Little was... it wasn't even nominated. Imagine. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought you were going to say when you started no. that oh, whole no. bit. And I was like, oh, my God, if Chicken Little's on this list, I'm giving up. What no, no, fuck? I just meant, like, what if Disney tried to make a DreamWorks movie and failed miserably? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the film was directed by Mark Dindle, who is behind Emperor's New Groove, a much better Disney movie. Oh my god, yes. Uh, and Cats Don't Dance. Have you seen Cats Don't Dance? No, I have not seen Cats Don't Dance. It's kind of bland, but it's like cute. <laughs> uh, isn't there a crazy bitch named, I think her name is Darla Dimple? Yes, Darla Dimple. That's right! I am an angel! I am an adorable little angel! So, there were three writers on this movie. Three Jesus. writers. Jesus. That came together and brought this thing to life all with kind of like middling to bad credits and at least one of them i'm sure had daddy issues yeah oh yeah well <laughs> yeah the geniuses behind inspector gadget 2 <laughs> wrote this movie so you know we're in good hands is what i'm basically trying to let you guys know there was an inspector gadget 2 my friend you don't know about that <laughs> My friend, my love, my sun and stars, you poor innocent baby. I knew about Matthew Broderick in the first oh, one. Oh, yes. The yeah. second one is starring French Stewart, as in, in, uh, as almost at Indiana Jones, <laughs> as Inspector Gadget. Now, I would pay to see that. That would be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, but you don't need to, to forget it. Let it go out of your brain. You don't need to know that exists. But despite the fact that this movie won a Stinker's Bad Movie Award for Worst Animated Film, it was still the second highest grossing animated film of 2005 behind Madagascar, which is another very mid-animated film. So clearly we were reaching for the stars at that point. And the fact that I did some mild research on this movie and they even had Joan Cusack and uh, Zach Braff as Chicken Little, they had them announce the award for the best short subject of 2006 at the Academy Awards. I'm not happy about that at all. <laughs> I mean, happy is a weird... Yeah, I don't think I'm happy about anything, really, in this movie. Um, but one, one last kind of funny, fun fact that I wanted to bring up before we get into this, because like many other... Disney movies that we've talked about in the past, there was a direct-to-video sequel that was planned and canceled. So it was apparently supposed to be called Chicken Little 2, The Ugly Duckling, and essentially it was going to be a love triangle between... <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me the fish. Between... Tell me the fish. No, you fool. <laughs> Chicken Little and the duck lady, Joan Cusack, and apparently a French sheep, because that's sexy i guess i don't know oh i'd watch the shit out of that <laughs> but there is actually like two other notable things about the chicken little story and disney mainly that uh this is the second time that disney adapted the chicken little story for animation 
first time was in 1943, and they used it as sort of a wartime propaganda piece. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. And at the end of it, uh, it was fairly faithful to the original story, which in itself is based on a fairy tale called Henny Penny. And that's actually the real Chicken Little. I don't know what you mean. Zach Braff is always my Chicken Little. He will forever uh. be our Chicken Little. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Moving on. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know you know who was missing in this movie? Oh, what? The rest of the cast of fucking Scrubs? Donald Faison was at least missing from this movie. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I, literally, I feel so bad because before we watched this movie... Because Scott loves Scrubs, so I was like, oh, well, at least your boy fucking Zach Braff's in this movie. And he's like, what? Who is he in this movie? He's Chicken Little. I'm mad that I said it. I figured he knew because he loves, like, Zach Braff and Scrubs. I was like, oh, I should have just let it go and let him try to figure it out. (laughs) Zach Braff has one thing he can hang his hat on, and that's Scrubs. Scrubs. After nothing else. (laughs) we just give up. (laughs) He and uh, Donald Faison can be part of the ambiguously gay duo. Exactly. <laughs> the ambiguously gay duo. Um, but the other thing, oh, yes, the other thing. was that um, they actually wanted to turn Henny Penny into a feature before switching over to Chicken Little. And it was largely because Eisner was like, guys, short boys get picked on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Michael. That's real insightful. And yeah, and it, it was really funny because I think the director of this abomination said that uh, at the time they weren't expecting a girl movie to appeal to boys, but they expected a boy movie to appeal to girls. And that was the wisdom, apparently, until Frozen came out and outperformed. Exactly. Well, I know I read that Chicken Little, the character, was supposed to be a girl at first, voiced by Holly Hunter, Miss Incredible herself. And somewhere down the line, they're like, no, we want him to be a boy. Mm-hmm. I guess for that specific reason. But then once they switched to male, there were like a lot of names in the in the field. There was like MJF, uh, Jack Black, Justin Long, Adam Sandler, John Heater. <laughs> we need Napoleon Dynamite back. Yes. And Keanu Reeves was my personal favorite in that list. But yeah, Zach Braff pushed through all of those people and was like, no, I'll be the chicken. Bok bok. <laughs> 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 to imagine Keanu Reeves' voice that would coming be out of this hilarious, chicken. hilarious, though. I mean, they'd have to change the look. But like... <laughs> He'd have to wear a trench coat. No, well, okay. This was around <laughs> the time Constantine came out, so maybe, but... I'm still rooting for John Heater. Tina, the sky is falling! The sky is falling! He God. was too busy voicing a horse in Pinocchio with Polly Shore. <laughs> He was too busy making all the right decisions for his career. But yeah. So, I mean, this movie seems to have been kind of a clusterfuck from the start. And you can tell by watching it because it seemed like they just just threw whatever at the fucking wall. You know what this movie reminds me of? Hmm. This reminds me of those videos you see of somebody who's high at the dentist. Where they get their wisdom teeth pulled and they just start saying stuff. And somebody's listened to that guy and wrote it all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's this movie. It was Michael Eisner in the <laughs> chair. <laughs> that explains the constant pop cultural references also. I feel like Disney movies, they typically will make references like that. Like you think of like Aladdin with the genie and stuff. So you can make references to pop culture if they're funny though. Well... 
Indiana Jones is in this movie. Like, they show a, a, the, yes. s- the scene of Indiana Jones. Yes. Harrison Ford makes a cameo <laughs> in this Disney movie. I hope he got paid. So, my question becomes, he's human in this shot. Right. Yeah, nothing makes sense. He, in a world of animals. The Spice Girls exist. Fucking R.E.M. exists. Adam West exists. Barbara Streisand. Didn't he do... Barbara Streisand exists. Queen exists in this movie. In this universe. But then it's like, okay, are they playing it that all of the pop cultural references are animal people? Or are they playing it like, yes, they're humans, and then this town of Oaky Oaks, which, by the way, is the most creative name for a town I've ever heard. They're all just a different thing. I don't understand. I don't understand, bitch. I don't understand. I don't understand. Alright, so are we ready... And maybe I shouldn't ask this, but are we ready to get into the nitty and the gritty? I guess we're all in this together. There's still time to do another movie. I don't think there is. I think (laughs) we're pretty much in it now. I have all these notes. What am I to do with all of these plot notes, Scott? So we start off with a flashback of Chicken Little, played by Zach Braff himself, screaming that the sky is falling and such. I will say that Chicken Little is cute. I will give him that. Pretty much every other character is ugly. (laughs) Gross to look at. But Chicken Little is cute. This whole beginning bit of him ringing the bell and then the town going into a frenzy. By the way, if one person rings this bell... A a child, by the way. A child rings a bell and the whole town goes crazy, there's something wrong with your infrastructure. Let's just start there. (laughs) They have Jojo Siwa as president. Oh, God. And not to mention, this father already, even before, like, Chicken Little's, like, said a real line, it's just like, ugh. He's just annoyed by his son's existence from the very beginning. I think I hate this movie as much as he hates his son. Yeah, it's weird because, like, you don't feel like, oh, this is my son. I love him so much. And then, oh, this crazy thing happened where he said the sky was falling. And now he's an embarrassment. It's like, no, he was an embarrassment to you from the very beginning, which is why when he's sort of, quote unquote, redeemed in the end, he comes off like he's overcompensating. (laughs) He's like, oh, I love my son so much. I support him fully. Yes, I am good dad. Okay, Frankie, I put this out to you. Buck Cluck or Colch Bolton? Who's better? Who's worse? (gasps) Well, I mean, as the better dad? Yes. I guess Coach Bolton, if I have to pick. I mean, I don't know. Because Coach Bolton, at least, he was like, Troy, I want you to go to Albuquerque and play basketball. There's no time for a theater. What are you doing in a tree? But it's- <laughs> Bringing him steak in bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like he kind of softened after a while. 2005 was a weird time to be alive. 2005, 2006. It was an awkward time to be a Disney fan. 2005, 2006 was just awkward to just be a person. No, I don't think so. I think if you were in the emo scene, then you'd probably fit in pretty well. Well, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Well, if you were in the emo scene, you were just awkward just to begin with. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, but you were awkward in like a cool way, at least. I don't need to have friends. I just need Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco. I need songs that have seven words in the title. Yeah, that was there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, you know. You know, there is a reason these tables are numbered, honey. You just haven't thought of it yet. (laughs) 
I love how we immediately got off track because no one wants to talk about I this movie. But that's okay. Talk about this movie. <laughs> it's fine. Who cares? All right. So yes, Chicken Little says a piece of the sky fell on top of my little chicken head, and it was shaped like a stop sign. And I can't find it now. Oh, well. And then dad, who's like, you know, he's like the coach Bolton, as Wyatt was saying of this movie, where he's like, get your head in the game. I'm a baseball star and I peaked in high school. And now I'm just a fat, sad old man. It was an acorn. An acorn hit him in the head. It's just a concussion. He's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So the whole town hates Chicken Little now. This child... They all hate this little tiny chicken child and he becomes like a laughing stock of the whole town for like a full fucking year. They make a movie about it. Isn't that illegal? Yeah, that's a little that's a little much. But yeah, we cut to like a year later and he's still a laughing stock, still treated like shit, like a little fucking nerd. They kind of give him like an opening title song to really introduce the character of Chicken Little in this movie. One little slip One little slip It was a fusion of confusion with a few confounding things Hey, hey, I've got a question. i got a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So between the three of us, who is the cup of good intentions, the tablespoon of one big mess, and the dash of overreaction. Ooh, I, I'm probably a dash of overreaction. I, I'd probably say I'm a tablespoon of mess. I think I'm a cup of good intentions. <laughs> All right. There we go. That wasn't too hard. I'll, I'll give myself... I feel like the that last one was probably the worst one. <laughs> but I feel like my overanalyzing Gemini ways can lead to that sometimes. I do admit this Bare Naked Lady song... One uh, one little slip. One little slip. And it was good. It's I think a, it was written for the movie. It was a, cute. It's a fun little song. It really is. It's like, okay, this is at least fun. Honestly, throughout this entire movie, I think I laughed once. Yeah, and maybe. It, and it was at the very end. It wasn't even like a serious laugh. It might have been more of a pity laugh. There's like one joke that I remember from being in the trailer, which we'll get to, that I laughed at. But I think that also was probably a pity laugh because I was like, Haha, I remember you. I remember you, little joke. You're so random. <laughs> but we meet Chicken Little's friends. Uh, they are very few, but very mighty. We have Abby Mallard, who's voiced by Joan Cusack, who also voiced Jesse in the Toy Story movies. We have Runt, who his, his name is funny because he's a big fat pig. And he's, his name is Runt. The fat jokes in the movie at his expense, even for me, were like a little much. I was like, okay, we get it. He's fat and it's funny. He's like rolling down a hill and burping because it's he's fat and it's really funny. <laughs> I'm just surprised that I think he's the like the coded gay character in the movie. Oh, and yeah. They, and I don't know if they made any jokes about that big fat ass. <laughs> But see, I feel like they it wasn't obvious necessarily that he was coded until they made the Barbara Streisand joke. I feel, I'm trying to think if there was anything else before that. Because before that, he just comes off as dumb, fat guy. 
Oh, and he's voiced by Steve Zahn. Remember Steve Zahn? Oh, Jesus, really? <laughs> yeah, I was. Th- I didn't think you would get that because he's like pitched up for sure. And then we get Fish Out of Water, who doesn't really speak, but he goes glub glub. Uh, he's voiced <laughs> by Alan Tudyk. Oh wait, no, no, no. He's he's voiced by Dan Molina, who is also the editor of this movie. But apparently, he voiced by speaking through like a tube in a like a water cooler tank and just going like just glub 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 you know because it's it's funny because babe he's a fish uh-huh. and fishes are supposed to be in water are so they? he's got like a scuba divers like helmet uh-huh. on filled with water ah uh, so he's reverse sandy cheeksing it yeah 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 it's so funny you know what i'm gonna go ahead and say that he was giving the best vocal performance of the entire movie <laughs> I'm going to be mean, that guy. I'm going to play that card. Oh, we didn't mention Buck's voice actor, the dad. Oh, yes. So you you didn't figure it out, huh? Not a clue. Uh, legendary actor, director, extraordinaire, Gary Marshall. I can see the look of dismay on his face. <laughs> Buck Cluck likes to fuck because he's voiced by Gary Marshall. He directed fucking Pretty Woman <laughs> and now he's here. And he played the devil in Hocus Pocus, which we also reviewed. Everybody's got one thing they don't want to admit they did. Martin I don't Scors- think he cared at that point. Martin Scorsese says he doesn't want to admit he was the fish in Shark Tale. I don't think he cares. <laughs> he was just in a booth having fun with Rob De Niro, probably, at that point. He's like, oh, I'm going to play a puffer fish who's like kind of a mob boss. It's kind of the same thing. Gary Marshall doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, I'm going to be a fucking chicken man. Who's cluck, con- cluck. who's constantly disappointed in my son. <laughs> my son, he just sucks, people. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Did I mention I never loved him? What job? Does he have a job? Like, I don't know what his job is. I want to say data entry. Sure. He gives <laughs> off very much. I peaked in high school, and I, I wanted to be a big baseball star, and now I'm not. I wanted to be a big baseball star. And I sit in a cubicle. St- I wanted to be a big baseball star, and I blew out my knee. But then the woman left me, and now I just have to drink. Yeah. You know what? They never... You just assume because Disney, when they... Because they do do a little bit to show that the mom is not in the picture. Uh, the mommy chicken. But I don't think they ever say she died. Oh, she's dead. She's totally dead. Well, you assume that because Disney. But I mean, would you want to be married to Gary Marshall Chicken? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, maybe she left. Maybe she just had enough. Who would you settle for? Coach Bolton <laughs> or Buck Clock? Oh my god, I feel bad that we're comparing Coach I mean, not really. I don't feel that bad. Chicken Mama's dead. Poor Chicken Mom. She she knew how to love her child. This guy, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. And then she took that wild trip to Kentucky and it was all over. Oh, no. Not Kentucky. <gasps> oh. That's so sad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So the, the kids all have gym class, right? And the coach who is, I mean, at least Coach Bolton wasn't this obvious in his disdain for people. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He just goes like, ah, gym class. We're playing dodgeball. It's popular versus unpopular. <laughs> Everyone hit the ball at the pig. It's like, what the fuck? This is where we start kind of seeing one of the big problems with this movie. Oh, please. Tell us about one of the big problems. This movie is very rattle in front of your children. 
Well, yeah, nothing ever stops moving, really. There's constant, like, jerky movements, bright it, colors. Usually, like, Disney and, like, animated kids' movies try to sneak in at least something for adults. Like, there's something there. There is nothing above kid level, this movie. To put this in perspective, uh, this movie came out after Home on the Range with Roseanne Barr. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, Chicken Little's post-Renaissance era, which essentially, I mean, most of it, outside of like a select couple of movies, are duds. <laughs> we mm-hmm. we were kind of hitting a, a low point, which strangely I kind of feel like we're going back into nowadays, where we're kind of just like, we're phoning it in. <laughs> we can only be great for so long. <laughs> but... They they start playing uh, everybody dance now in the middle of gym class and oh how fun dodgeballs are flying and Chicken Little's having a little chat with Abby and Abby's like well if you're having daddy issues why don't you talk to daddy why don't you <laughs> converse with him and have an open and honest conversation about your troubles and Chicken Little's like no I'm gonna go on the baseball team and be a big baseball star and then daddy would love me it's like oh. Honey, no. <laughs> we also get introduced to the worst character in this movie. Which one's the worst? Foxy. Oh, well, she's not the worst. She's, she's just... Worst. She's just, like, super cliche. Jumping ahead, when she gets shot by the alien, I was like, <laughs> she's dead! Yes! <laughs> like, preference. She doesn't, like, get shot, like... <laughs> like, through the chest. This isn't, like, a fucking Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> She's okay. Nobody dies here except Chicken Little's mom, but we didn't see that on screen, so it's fine. Yeah, the colonel killed her. (laughs) Not the colonel. Oh, yes, but I wrote it down because it was funny. Abby Mallard says to to Chicken Little, stop the squawk and try the talk. And that I kept repeating that to Scott throughout the whole movie (laughs) because it was annoying him. It was just funny to me. Stop the squawk. Try the talk. That sounds like something you'd say in a really bad, like, Zumba class. Girls, it's time to stop the squawk and walk the walk and... Walk the walk and talk and... the talk. <laughs> I want to pop and lock and jam and break. Oh, no. Is that even legal? <laughs> I love how we're comparing Chicken Little to High School Musical, especially because Scott hates them both so much. I'm sorry, man. No, don't be sorry. I'm excited. It's okay. No, no, I'm apologizing to your husband. No, I know, but it's fine. He's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to make it. He watched all three High School Musicals. He's impervious now to their wiles. Am I? I don't know, but I didn't make you watch the concert movie, Scott. Remember that. You made me watch the... Corbin Blue bit. I did. The Corbin Blue bit was funny. Where he wears the weird band outfit that doesn't fit him. Yeah, because he's marching. Oh, God. Oh, Corbin Blue. You actually have talent. You poor does thing. He? What do you mean he was on Broadway? That yeah, he does. Yes, it does. What do you mean? <laughs> he did the jump rope movie. How dare you? That cancels Can you out. fucking do a jump rope movie, you fuck? No, you <laughs> <Maybe>. can't. <laughs> If I get paid enough, I'll do a jump rope movie. Oh, okay. Good luck with that. Good luck. Let me know when it comes out. (laughs) Oh, so Chicken Little decides he's going to join the baseball team. And he tells his dad about it. And he is uncaring and unfeeling. No, no, no. He's not even uncaring and unfeeling. He's no 
don't do it. Like, You're uh, going to fail. Don't get your hopes <laughs> up, son. You suck. Remember? You suck. <laughs> I love you, but you suck. <laughs> but, like, of course, you know, we have, like, the cliched, oh, it's the big game. And, you know, oh, Chicken Little has to come in at the last second. Oh, God, we don't want him to go in there. But it's, we don't have a choice, so he's got to go in there. And everyone's like, don't swing, Chicken Little. Just just stand there and look dorky. Don't do anything. And Chicken Little shoots his shot. He hits the ball. Oh, so far away. And everyone's running around trying to get the ball. And he's running around the bases. And, oh, the tension is so high. It's like fucking League of Their Own out there but with poultry. And then... <laughs> The problem with this movie, another big problem, is it doesn't know what the fuck it is. One minute it's a coming-of-age story, the next minute it's a sports movie. Then it becomes a sci-fi movie out of nowhere. It doesn't know what it wants to be. She doesn't know who she is. I thought this entire sequence was pointless. Yes. I would have rather watched the High School Musical 2 baseball scene, quite frankly. Well, no, it's not even that. Like, obviously that is way better. But I mean, yeah. Also, it's just like... The arc of this movie is that we are having Chicken Little try to overcome his insecurities and try to fess up to his dad about like, hey, you're withholding and you don't support me and I just, I, I, I'm tired of being the little bitch boy. But then this scene never gets recalled later on in the movie. It doesn't have any massive effect on what this little fucking chicken has to do in order to prove to his father that he is serious about the sky falling. It's literally just a cover-up. Right. Well, because he obviously wins the big game. Ah, everyone loves Chicken Little again because he succeeded in a baseball game. Because that is the only currency for love is athletic excellence, says Colch Bolton. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> No one even changed their clothes. There wasn't even a scene where Chicken Little was magically wearing someone else's clothes for yeah, no reason. Yeah, he, he like switched out, switched his outfits with like Foxy Loxy. <laughs> no, 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 no. He would switch them with Ronda the Litter. Oh, yeah, uh, true, yes. true, 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 true. But, okay, so yeah, I mean, why it's exactly right. Like, he gets this instant high of like, oh, everyone loves me again, including my daddy, yay. And then they're bonding or whatever and it's so fake as fucking shit because underneath it all it's like oh no but you still kind of suck uh, i also <laughs> do want to talk about the turkey mare turkey lurkey don nuts Ugh, <laughs> oh, we love don nuts we do i was trying to understand like the point of him because like he's there to be goofy and be the mayor but i'm like are they trying to say something like oh he he has script cards to know what he's feeling. Is it like, oh, politicians are just reading from a script? Is that what we're trying to say here? Maybe are that's we trying? Are we trying to be more than what we are, Chicken Little? <laughs> are we trying to make a statement? Are we trying to be extra crispy instead of regular? Oh, stop with that! <laughs> You're so sick. I do love I just got the hand and head from Wyatt there. Yeah. Well, because you keep talking about frying up our main characters. I'm sorry. I haven't eaten yet. I'm hungry. Oh, my God. You're gross. So later on that night after he wins the big game and he gets his daddy's fake love back, another piece of the sky happens to fall upon his noggin. No, 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 no. No, before What, did that... I miss something? No, actually, I think I'm, I'm thinking of something that happened before the whole training montage for the baseball game. There oh, was okay. that really soppy, like, 
Rufus Wainwright bullshit. Oh, as he yeah. Was like, it was like five for fighting. Looking up at the wishing star or some shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was like, please, please, chicken Jesus, please let me win the game so my daddy will love me. Oh, God. <laughs> please. And then when he wins, yeah, he looks up at the sky. He thinks and he- Colonel Sanders. <laughs> This is the one scene I do want to give Zach Braff credit voice acting wise. Of course you do, Scott. No, just because it's funny, just because it's like the idea of like after he's like, Oh, this is I just did something, I got I got my dad's love back and then the sky falls again and it's just like Hey, what's wrong? Nothing. You sure? Mm-hmm. I thought I heard you yell. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I I fell out of bed. Huh? How'd you get over there? Over where? There. Where? There. How'd you get over there? Who are we talking about? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Chicken Jesus, save us. Uh, so, yeah. So, Chicken Little finds this fucking piece of the sky that falls in his bedroom, and he quickly realizes that it's a weird camouflage thing. And he calls his friends over and they're like, what the fuck? But no, he interrupts them during a karaoke party where they're singing Spice Girls. <sighs> Babe, they're, they're singing Spice Girls. Keep that in mind, people, because, you know, this is a this is going to end up being a bad movie month. I have a feeling so there's it'll be important in a couple weeks. They're singing Spice Girls. Um, OK, so the all the little gaggle of friends come over and they're like, what the fuck is this? And they're playing around with the weird fucking alien panel. That's what we figure out. It's it's a fucking like piece of a spaceship from aliens and it turns into a fucking sci fi movie. It turns into fucking Close Encounters Jr. for no real reason. But yeah, they just decide maybe this is too much for kids. So let's make some pee jokes. Let's just say the word P a hundred times. That's funny, right? Right? <laughs> I personally prefer Tinkle. <laughs> but the fish. The fish gets taken into the sky. Poor fish. It becomes a sky fish. And flying fish. Flying That's a fish, thing. Yes. Yeah, so they go into the ship to save fish. And they find this little Furby, who is an alien baby. And he's g- cute question mark i don't know he's got big bird legs and like you know those troll dolls from like fucking 80s he's got that kind of thing going on and like three eyes and oh how cute and weird oh it's so random oh it fits perfectly in 2005 and you can get it at mcdonald's that's what i'm gonna say literally feels like it's a fucking happy meal promotion or something you know something i think i might have actually gotten one of those i believe it you fucking zoomer. I believe it. Shut the fuck up! I'm <laughs> fucking zoomer. Back in my day. Back in my day. 500 years ago. Back in my day, we just got a Tamagotchi. No, I had Furbies. I had Furbies for sure. And at one point I had to put the Furby in my mom's room because it scared me. It kept talking to me. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't forget we get the uh, Runt's safety mechanism, safety of uh, whatever it is. Oh, like his little coping mechanism, yes. yeah, where he sings uh, Staying Alive, which is so funny and topical because it's a song that everyone knows. And he's trying to stay alive in the scene, you know? So the kids are going to love it's it. So, so funny. Uh-huh. Not only is he fat and awkward and dumb, but he sings songs. Ugh. 
What a comic relief god that runch is. Um, you know, oh, and then they get chased through a fucking cornfield because aliens. You know, one thing I will say about this movie that I learned about that I kind of like is that because they were still new to like CGI animation and like coloring and lighting and shading and shit like that. They looked to the color styling that uh, a lady named Mary Blair, who was like a color stylist for Disney back in like the 40s and 50s, they looked to her work for Alice in Wonderland to try to figure out how to put like the proper shading on characters whenever they're in like a night scene or when they have light reflecting on them and stuff like that, which I really like and appreciate, but I just wish I was watching Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. So Chicken Little, uh, after going through the soldier chasing, gets up to the bell tower again and rings the bell. Danger, danger, high voltage, all that stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, aliens, aliens are here. And of course, you know, the townspeople gather and run through the town and Chicken Little's leading them to the ship so he can show them like, look, I'm not a big fat liar. There's a fucking ship right there. And of course, this leads to the joke that I remember from the trailer that was like oh it's so random so it's funny <laughs> the the town is this, is this big mob that's running through the square or whatever and it's being led by the mayor turkey lurkey and the turkey stops dead in his tracks looks down and says oh look a penny <laughs> and the chicken little's like oh excuse me an alien hello and he's like oh sorry and then continues to run isn't that funny Penny. It's, it's funny because it's random. It's so funny. <laughs> I practically shit myself when that joke came up. <laughs> but of course, yeah, you know, the ship disappears, so everyone thinks the chicken little's a big fat liar. And um And he looks to his dad and he goes, Dad, don't you believe me? You have to believe me. <laughs> and his dad looks at him straight in the face with all the not giving a shit he can look at him and goes <laughs> No, I don't. You suck. <laughs> well, I don't think he said you suck, but he said, no, I don't have to fucking believe you because you suck. That may as well have been Chicken Jesus. I mean, like, yeah. He was extending his hand to his father, the Holy Father, and he was like, you fucking suck. Yeah. You guys had some shit to say about a certain, like, red-headed mermaid and her dad oh, yes. a while ago. Uh-huh. And uh, I think we're dealing with a similar, like, toxic dynamic here. Oh, and for sure. I just want to give the redhead her props because she actually went and did something intentionally. Meanwhile, this chicken is such a beta that he's like, nobody believes me. I can't do anything right. I have to have my dad's approval for everything. And it's like... No, you can be an alpha, you know, like you can get the steroid plan and shit like that. Like, just go to the fucking gym. I mean, he does eventually get there, though, because we find out that the alien baby got left behind, you know, because the aliens come to get the baby back. So they're like, ah, you know, the aliens are running around fucking vaporizing motherfuckers. So the kids are like, we got to save the day. And the dad grabs Chicken Little and he's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, the aliens are coming. R.E.M.'s on our ass. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. I do want to go back because when the dad finally gets everybody to go like, okay, 
you know, Chicken Little fucked up again. And everybody can go home. Mm. It's fine. Foxy Loxy goes up to the that dad. Cunt. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> I was like, is this bitch serious? No one blames you, Mr. Clock. Your son is terrible, <laughs> but it's not your fault. Don't take it so hard. No one blames you. And I'm just like, shove a wooden log up your ass. <laughs> oh my god. So when the dad grabs Chicken Little and he's like, son, we gotta get out of here. The aliens are coming. The aliens are coming. Chicken Little finally like grows a pair of chicken balls and is like, fuck you, dad. I'm going to save the alien baby. And it's funny because up till then, he's just like a complete beta, like Wyatt was saying. And it's like, Abby literally said, just like have a conversation with your dad and then it will be fixed. Like that was literally the first five minutes of the movie. And it's like if you had done that in the beginning, the whole movie wouldn't have happened. Well, <laughs> we well, could have saved ourselves an hour and a half. Well, well Frankie. Yes. Men do not talk about their oh, feelings. Right. You, I, I'm no. a man. We, we don't discuss them. We, we let, no. We, we bury them deep inside yeah. and surround them with baseball. Right. <laughs> or <laughs> basketball. Get your head in the game. So finally... Yeah. Uh, God, I'm the, so glad we're at the end of this almost. <laughs> uh, Abby comes up to them and is like, we so gotta insane. fucking go, guys. Let's get out oh, of yeah. here. The duck is like, like singing like real truth. She's like, listen, you guys, we're about to get like killed by a bunch of aliens. Like, can you guys just like <laughs> pretend to make up at least? And the dad's like, in the most like wooden stilted dialogue, he's like, Son, I didn't know I was being a dick. I'm sorry. I love you. I support you in all of your weird endeavors. And I love you. Did I mention that? Do you remember when I told you that you suck? <laughs> well, now I tell you that you suck at being awful. <laughs> It's so bad. And then, like, everything Little Chicken Little does, like, the dad is just trailing behind him like, yes, son, I love you so much. I support you. Go. It's like, okay, stop it. You're overcompensating. It's annoying. <laughs> but, yeah, everyone in town starting to get vaporized. Foxy gets vaporized. But they're like, we have to get the alien to the top of the tower. And then we'll be good. And then the lightning strikes. And at 88 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> we go back in time. Oh god, I'm surprised they didn't make a fucking Back to the Future reference in this. They reference like every movie under the sun. Didn't they reference War of the Worlds? Yes, that's the because whole that's movie. what kids know. <laughs> like what the fuck? Does this movie hate itself? <laughs> yes, absolutely. This movie is literally just movie references. It hates itself references. almost as much as Chicken Little hates himself. Oh, but we didn't even mention the kiss, the interspecies oh, yes. makeout sesh, which is weird and an odd addition to the film. By the way, I just wanted to let you know that I find you extremely attractive. Uh, yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. And then she becomes useless for the rest of the movie because that's what happens to girls. They get kissed by cute boy and they lose their brains. Meanwhile, she was the smartest person in the entire fucking movie. And then as soon as she, you know, commits bestiality, she just, <laughs> <laughs> she just completely loses her fucking mind. Wouldn't we all? I don't it, think you can call it bestiality. 
if you if you engage in whatever with the with another species, is that not bestiality? I think bestiality is. This is a weird conversation to get it into. It is, but like, let's do it because you fucking Google do if, if it's like in nature, if it's acceptable for ducks and chickens to fuck. Well, okay, you googled it. I'm like, why are you googling it? Well, I was wondering if there was ever a thing where like no. they use the duck no. and the chicken to form Unless a chuck. A sandwich, a turducken sandwich is a thing. Well, I was I was thinking maybe there was a chuck out there somewhere. No, um, not a. Ch- there's no chuck. <laughs> you mean Chuck and Little? Chuck and Little. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> why did they add that in the movie? I feel like if they made Chicken Little today, that would not have even been a plot point. They would have cut out the romance which i feel weird even calling it that they would have cut it out entirely and they certainly would have not tried to do a whole sequel where the romance is the main plot of the movie between a chicken a duck and a sheep and a sheep why don't you google that one scott oh god so yeah we have this like forced fucking moment where chicken little has the little alien baby and he's going to the top of the tower and he's like dad you can't fit through the thing because you're too fat but i can do it i am small i am chicken little after all oh that kind of rhymed but it's fine so yeah and he's like dad you gotta trust me do you trust me no says aladdin and the, <laughs> the dad goes yeah yeah i trust you son okay i love you did i mention i love you do you believe it, right? Because no. I said it like a hundred times in the past ten minutes, so I mean it. Quantity equals quality, all the time. But they get up there. Uh, <laughs> the, finally, the father breaks through the side of the building and he, flies? Question mark. Yes, he. They get up there, and then they're vaporized, and you're like, "Oh, there's the end of the movie. Great, we're done here. Cool." But of course, they didn't vaporize everybody. I mean, we could have figured that out when they vaporized fucking children like that they weren't actually dead they're not gonna kill children in a disney movie <laughs> just like brutally murder a whole bunch of well kids. i mean they nearly did in hunchback of notre dame true i'm sending this baby back to hell where it belongs <laughs> look at the innocent blood you have spilled <laughs> on the steps of oaky oaks <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. Oh, my God, we are depraved. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I mean, like, true, though. All right, so, uh, yeah, they're all actually not vaporized and dead. They were just teleported into the spaceship. Chicken Little gives baby back to aliens and turns out the aliens are nice. It's Fred Willard alien and I think Catherine O'Hara alien. Ah. Aren't they sweet? And they take their baby back and... They say their goodbyes, and they try to connect the alien plot line to the rest of this movie by the alien dad going like, oh, you know, when it has to do with your kids, you do just about anything to help them. And it's like, oh, honey, no. You you haven't earned that. (laughs) Oh, maybe we should fix that panel. It keeps falling out. It could go and hit somebody in the head. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Once everybody's back to normal, and the, the... they, they're they like, oh, Foxy is acting like a doll. Foxy is, like, broken. Like, her mind was broken in the process of being transported and everything, and they couldn't fix her. <laughs> or they could, but then Runt is like, nah, she's better like this. Where the fuck 
does she get off performing fucking cordettes numbers like lollipop? Did they transport her back to 1955? <laughs> How fucking dare she? But I, yeah, I didn't remember the end of this movie <laughs> being like so weirdly problematic that like this this child. We I feel like we forget that these animals are children. Are children. Yes, she's a bully. But like, does she deserve to be taken advantage of in a in a psychotic state where she doesn't like know who she is, and then Runt starts dating her because that's normal? And, like, I don't know if that's the comeuppance we want for our school bully. Where are Might her be parents? Much. Yeah, where the hell are her parents? Also, that's also a great question. I don't know. It made me feel icky, but uh, let's not think about that too hard. Because the movie's over. Yay! Yes, <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, Happy it, ending. We end with... Uh, the movie of the movie. Yes, the movie within a movie. Because everyone loves Chicken Little now. We made a movie about how he saved the world. And Chicken Little is a buff Secret cock agent. of the walk. Played by Adam West. Ace. Abby. Ace. It was so gross. <laughs> I know, right? That was so icky. Because then the two children are sitting next to each other that are of different species. And it's like, no, no, I don't like it. No, please stop. <laughs> oh, just be grateful we didn't get Chicken Little 2, the ugly duckling. So the movie ends on a happy note. And that's Chicken Little. Are you forgetting the, the after credits? Song? No. Oh, what? Oh, when they all are dancing the and dance shit. Scene. They're singing "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Oh, Guys, yeah, isn't that true. the best part? Isn't Is it, it the best part? No, it's not. But it's the best part in that it's over after yes, that. Exactly. <laughs> Another song that people know. So that means if you put a good song in the movie, then the movie is good. Right? Yeah, you know, it's funny because the dad throws out his back while dancing. That's Good. funny, right? Good. Fuck him. <laughs> I love you, Gary Marshall, but like, chicken, you sucks. Anyway, the movie's over. How do we feel about it? What do we rate it out of uh, five stars here, guys? I had it as a two. I left it there because that's where it needs to be. It's not like offensively bad for the most part, but it's not. It's bad. Well, um,. I'll go ahead and say that at the time we're recording this episode, uh, this coming uh, Saturday, I will be dropping an episode about my rankings of the top and bottom ten Disney animated films. Ooh, oh, I'm excited about that. And Chicken Little is in the fucking bottom list, because of course. Makes sense to me. Makes sense. For me, Chicken Little... This movie, I gave it a two star. My whole thing about this is this is going to be one of those movies. If you ask me about the plot in a month, I won't be able to tell you the plot. It is forgettable. It is boring. It's not worth watching. It really isn't. It's not bad enough to be bad, and it's not good enough to be good. It's just a blah two star movie. And I will say for the record that Chicken Little is also in my bottom 10 of all Disney animated films. So that's where it belongs. Although Dinosaur is worse. I, I don't think that one made it on ours. Dinosaur? No. You fucking Zoomer. Get out of here. <laughs> I will literally reach through this screen. 
<laughs> okay, before we have a fight here, uh, why will you please plug your podcast again for all our wonderful listeners? Yes. Sure, sure. Y'all can find us at Disney Real to Real. Um, we have an Instagram at Diz Real to Real Podcast. Any listeners can also reach us at Disney Real to Real at gmail dot com. And um, if you want some fucking nerds to talk about Disney, um, fucking show up. <laughs> Get the party started. Yes. Uh, Frankie has now been on... She's been on it twice. Oh, she's been on it twice I've already. I've been on it twice. Uh, we also talked about Snow White. That I... was how we first worked together, and it was quite funny. I wasn't expecting to talk about Snow White for two hours, but it happened. Talking about Snow White for two hours, and we only covered the first, like, minute and a half. I know, it's hilarious. But that's me! That's why I like your show, because you, you like the obscure shit, and also you can talk about disney stuff for a long period of time and still be very very funny so please go check out wyatt's podcast Alrighty, so next week scott's gonna get his revenge because you know he did watch chicken little for the first time for this episode so i'm i'm very sorry <laughs> is it really my revenge i really didn't want to do this movie next well we're gonna talk about it so yeah so next week yes scotty is getting his revenge towards me uh with another bad movie i can't say so bad it's good it's 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 rough buddy but we're gonna make it through um but until then this has been shoot the flick i'm frankie sparks i'm scott eisenberg and i'm one little slip named wyatt uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Shoot the Flick, and check out all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. And make sure you come back next week for our really, really bad but really, really funny movie adventure. <laughs> it's the end of the world as, as we, we know, know it. it, and I and feel I feel fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. Of the world.